I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is Your Peak Daily for Wednesday, October 26, 2022, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. 2,703 is the weight in pounds of the world's heaviest pumpkin on record grown in Rada, Italy. This is per the Guinness Book of World Records, one of my favorite books to buy, the Scholastic Book Fair in grades four to three to five. And I don't know what they're putting in the soil over there, but that is impressive. It's even heavier than a horse. Now, Jay, I've got to ask, are you into pumpkin carving these days? And do you have a an idea of what you might carve into your pumpkin if you are? Uh, I I am always into pumpkin carving. Last year, I took a drill to it. Like I watched something on YouTube and I took a drill to it and it is much easier. It's just very, very messy. And I'm not into that. And I don't like the smell of pumpkins on my hand. So we'll do some pumpkin carving. It'll probably be this weekend, but it'll be a short-lived activity and probably with a drill and gloves. A good friend of mine, his family, they do pumpkin carving and they like to carve very pop culture or very newsy relevant things into the pumpkin, which I always find to be very funny. So I like that. I don't like carving myself for the simple reason that it's just too much work, Jay. I hate to break it to people, but you got to cut in, you got to dig out, you got to do all this stuff. You know, just not, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't love it. Too much work for you. I get it. I get it. If if it was going to be a news story, what would it be? Yeah, that's a great question. I I probably, and I don't even, I can't even conceptualize what this would look like on a pumpkin, but maybe Tom Brady Giselle, maybe something Taylor Swift related. There's a bunch of options available right now. And again, I have no idea. This is the other thing too. The other big problem here, Jake, I'm not creative. I'm not creative enough to do this. My friend's family, they're very creative. I don't have that in me. And so I stick to what I do best, podcasting. Podcasting, where limited skill is needed. Brett, aside from your pumpkin carving prowess, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, the Europe gas situation is changing, changing pretty quickly. For our second story, Canopy is buying some U.S. assets. And for our last story, tech still isn't doing great. For our first story, remember when Europe faced those unprecedented risks to its natural gas supply earlier this month? That was then. Now, the continent is basically swimming in it. I guess this is good news, Brett, although I'm not sure you really literally want to swim in natural gas, but what's going on? I've been doing laps laps in in liquid natural gas, Jay. Look, it definitely sounds like it's getting a bit better. So driving the news, natural gas prices in Europe have plummeted by 70% since August because Europe has stockpiled enough for the winter and it's been an unusually warm fall. Same here, by the way. Yeah. Europe is the world's biggest importer of natural gas, a fossil fuel used for electricity and heating. The energy source was touted as the new oil just a few months back. Now, tankers carrying the stuff are now loitering at European ports as they wait for their turn to drop off orders. And some have even opted to float off elsewhere in search of a better price. (laughs) I like the idea of a big tanker just loitering around with a sign that says no loitering like at a 7-Eleven. Anyway, it's happening because in spite of the haters like Russia, European countries filled out their natural gas reserve to over 90% of capacity after an aggressive global buying spree. You could throw a water slide on that tanker, and next thing you know, it's Island of the Seas, a princess like Caribbean new cruise ship. The EU's voluntary energy restriction measures, which are set to take place from December to March, will tamp down on energy usage and keep those reserves robust. And here's why it matters, Brett. A sustained drop in energy prices would help reduce inflation in the region and keep money out of Russia's coffers. Plus, the sure supply could save lives this winter as it gets colder, and especially in Northern Europe. Yes, but experts believe the price drop could be a blip as Russia continues to restrict gas flows and demand picks up in Asia and stockpiles don't solve the problem for big businesses that use a lot of gas. Let's zoom out. 
As the world faces its first truly global energy crisis, Europe's current reprieve from high gas prices is one piece of the increasingly complicated global energy puzzle. For our second story, Canadian pot grower Canopy Growth Corp has purchased three pot companies of the border, Acreage, Wana, and Jetties, to form a brand new American business arm. Jay, you are our resident cannabis expert. So I'll let you kick this one off for Peak Pals. It makes my parents so proud when I'm referred to as the resident <laughs> cannabis expert. I guess I've always been in my family. So Canopy has been planning to buy some of these companies for years, but was holding off until the U.S. decided to legalize cannabis at the federal level. And, and Canopy decided to move ahead with its U.S. expansion without federal legalization after seeing its shares drop about 65% this year and losing, believe it or not, $2.09 billion in a single quarter, Jay. I guess losing that much stock value can change your mind quickly. Now, you might be wondering, how would they enter an illegal federal market? Yeah, so Canopy has structured the deal in such a way that the company isn't breaking any federal laws. Plus, its largest stakeholders are shielded from direct involvement in case things go sideways. In terms of why this matters, between 2018 and 2021, legal cannabis boosted Canada's GDP by $43.5 billion. A far cry from earlier projections claiming it would bring in $22.6 billion annually. And, and major reasons for these missed expectations have been consumer fatigue from an oversaturated market and the continued resilience of black market weed dealers. Canadian cannabis companies that want to bloom fully have to break into the U.S. That requires legalization or measures like the Safe Banking Act in the U.S. that would eliminate other barriers. For our third story... Tech giants Microsoft and Alphabet are kicking off a week packed with earnings, during which investors are sitting tight for indicators about the state of the broader economy. Brett, what is driving the news? So results for Microsoft and Alphabet offer a look into how businesses in both the cloud and digital advertising spaces are faring as they deal with the impacts of inflation on consumer spending ongoing supply chain challenges, and a strong U.S. dollar. Starting with Microsoft, revenue was up thanks to the company's cloud arm, but the company was affected by a drop in spending on the hardware front, given that so many people purchased computers during the pandemic. Now for Alphabet, revenue missed expectations with the weakest revenue growth since 2013. The company continues to try and improve its cloud offering, but still lags far behind Amazon and Microsoft. There's even word that Google could cut back on some of its projects. Yikes. I wonder which ones. Which one do you think it is? Maybe <laughs> Waymo, the self-driving cars? <laughs> you think that's part of the core offering? Yeah, I don't think so. And, and here's what's next, Jay. So Meta will release its earnings later today, which will offer answers into how much advertisers have pulled back their spending and whether the company plans to continue to spend at the same rate that the still pretty finicky and underused Metaverse requires. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at ridpeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, when are we going to move the podcast to the metaverse? I'd rather rip to Costa Rica first, <laughs> okay. and then we'll go to the metaverse after that. Costa Rica first, then the metaverse. Brett, have a good day. You too, Jay. 